Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Life and I'm Justin DeWeese. You just cut me off, you jerk. Well, you know, I I don't know. We got to work on the intro because you just kind of ramble and <laughs> saunter about verbally. That's kind of representative of how we function in real life. So true story. You know, whatever, whatever. Um, and in the spirit of this podcast and being open and honest, this isn't our first recording. We started recording a moment ago and there was some microphone feedback. So we stopped, but I was telling him because he like flubbed up a word and I was telling him that I was talking to my clients the other night on a call and I was trying to say, if you want to have more success and what came out was if you want to have more sex, <laughs> Which and is clearly your subconscious telling you. I, I literally you thought that in the moment. You know, you know how you have like thoughts like real quickly in your brain, like they happen so fast, but like you keep doing what you're doing. I did have that thought. And I'm like, I'm not going to go down that path. But I did call myself out on it. Maybe and I was like, go down that path. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's not what I meant to say. That'll be another call. Um, and I've found over the years, I'm just the kind of girl that if I make a flub up like that, I'm just, I just call it out. Like I would rather just call it out and be like, hey. I understand what I just did and I'm aware of it. Kind of like Eminem does in eight mile, right? Like he just says all the things. And then what do you have to say back? Like nothing. That makes me feel better. Are you that kind of guy? Or are you the kind of guy that just like flies right by the tower? Like nothing. Ever well, I, so I acknowledge internally that I made a mistake, right? Because, right. and I'm okay with it because we all make mistakes. Right. But I think that you and I handle those situations differently because of where we've come from, right? You came from schools teaching where those kids would pounce on you like underfed jungle <laughs> cats for things like that. Big facts. Right? Whereas I come from a corporate background where people are just like, like you know. nobody really even says anything. Like maybe they'll bust your chops after the meeting if you actually have a good friend. But outside of that, like, nobody ever says anything. So you just kind of. Right. And you know, honestly, it makes me think, and I've, and I have always thought this way about adults versus youth. I kind of think I prefer the, the take that our young people go by of that just brutal honesty, because I don't know, like on one hand, it's nice as we become adults, you know, we, most of us tend to develop a little bit of tact and professionalism um, in some situations. And it's nice, but at the same time, I also think as we become adults, I kind of tend to think we like lie more, like we don't tell the truth as often to people. Whereas young people, and there's a time and a place, but young people, especially little, little kids, but, you know, even middle schoolers and high schools, like they kind of just call it like it is and whatnot. And, you know, you usually, usually like come down on them for that. But sometimes it's like I say all the time, like, who's your real friend? Like the person who doesn't tell you you have a booger hanging out of your nose or the one that's like, dude, you got something floating out of your nose. You might want to get that. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It just it just made me think of that. Like, and I'm it's not like black or white, but I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes the honesty about things might get us all. Yeah, I mean, it. it's a balancing act, right? Because you want to be honest about the things that get boogers out of people's noses. <laughs> 
you don't want to be honest about things that's going to get you punched in the nose. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, you're you probably know? right. You're probably right. You know, one time I went to school and I had gotten dressed in the dark. Um, I don't even remember why. <laughs> but I, I was getting ready probably. to teach. I was getting ready to teach my first hour class and I looked down and I had two different shoes on. And I was like, mother, I'm just going to call it out. And I was like, hey guys, I'm like, before I even get going today, I'm just going to call it out. I have two different shoes on. I don't really know how it happened. I was in the dark. I guess I thought they were the right shoes. They're not. But yes, I have on two different shoes. So there you go. It is what it is. Onward. That'd be a fun little poll for everybody. Because never, never <laughs> in my life have I put on two different shoes. Okay. And I can see where you're coming from on that because most shoes are going to feel because different. Because I'm a functioning human being. <laughs> These were two like dress flats, like two no, black stop, dress flats. Stop. Stop. No. <laughs> stop. I bet I'm not the only one that's done it. Like when okay, you watch we'll do this a poll or and find out this, and tell us in the comments, have you ever your worn- spirits? two different shoes not on purpose right not on purpose because obviously like that's the thing now you go to athletic events and <laughs> right. all these clowns have two different pairs of shoes on i don't get, I get it either i get two different socks like i can get behind that trend but i don't get the two different shoes but yeah tell us tell us in the comments uh if you have ever done that prepared to feel like an outcast ashley because <laughs> nah I think there's more Team Ashley people out there than I promise you, you that's not the case. <gasps> that is so rude. Anywho, Justin, all day long. Anywho, anywho yeah. last week we kind of did, we kind of like tested the waters of having a topic to riff off of, but this week we just decided that we were clearly <laughs> going to just roll with it. Which honestly, as we shared in our initial episode, it's where this was birthed out of. Um, we just like talking and we don't really ever start with something specific we're going to talk about um we just start talking and things evolve from there so anyways did you have anything on your head or on your heart to uh share with me today well i was pondering the fact that um by the way look us- at our look at our blue our blue squirrel sorry but i'm like we didn't even talk about this okay go we don't need any long pauses see what i put up with anyway blessed is what you are yeah yeah well that you this ties nicely into what i was great trying to talk about the fact that we get consumed or hung up on the idea of happiness as people that like when we get into something like it should just be everything should be happy and everything should be great and everything should just motor along right um i was thinking this in terms of relationships um, because of something that i read and you know it's like that's that's why the divorce rate is so crazy high because we get um obviously there's legit reasons that people should not remain married. Um, But I think a lot of it is like we get, we get married and you just think, okay, I'm married. This is my person. Everything's going to be great. It's not going to be any work. I'm definitely not ever going to feel like hitting that person in the face of the rake. (laughs) And so then when you have those feelings, you're like, oh, well, 
oh man, maybe this isn't meant to be. Right. My, and that I, happened. I should... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no I'm just ahead. saying like, you know, it popped up for you in regard to relationships, but I think you find that with so many areas of life today, you know, when it comes to like health and fitness, right. With nutrition, whatever, you know, there's this idea that if it's hard or challenging, that it's not for you, that it's supposed to be something that is completely enjoyable. I think somebody, some buddies have sold this story that if something's not fun, enjoyable, pleasurable all the time, it's not for you. You shouldn't be doing it. And people buy into that one because it easily lets them off the hook from doing hard things. Um, and two, I think some people just buy into that, that viewpoint. And so they're on this search for easy because they well, believe it's supposed to be that way. I think it's two things, right? Number one, our brain loves dopamine, yeah. right? Which is definitely like in the when, social media world today, even more so. When we than do ever. something pleasurable, right? Like you want that hit, right? Um, so there's that. The other side is I blame Hollywood. And here's why. We watch movies, we watch TV shows, we consume entertainment. And at the end of all of them, there's a happy ending where, sure, maybe I have to do something hard for a chapter or two for the middle 20 minutes of the film. But at the end, I get the girl, we saunter off into the sunset, the war's over, everything's squared away and pretty, right? And we see that over and over and over and over and over and over in every movie. And so it becomes like this, it's that sort of unconscious programming, right? So then Yeah, because we think, even if you're someone that like can think critically and be like, okay, this is a movie, this is fiction, right. even if you're that kind of person, I mean, I'm that kind of person, I can be like, this is a movie, it's fiction. But at the same time, like you said, that subconscious programming is right. happening and I fall prey to it because you're like, oh, it's like the, why isn't there? Why isn't there like the perfect song in this moment? <laughs> or why didn't he get me the the perfect gift or say this? Or again, and that's on the relationship. Why side. isn't he but standing yeah, in like the front yard holding a boombox over his head, right? blaring a song? We're so Where's dating ourselves. <laughs> right. You know, it, we be we get on the search for easy. I I encounter that initially with some of my female clients, uh, through life coaching and through the fitness and nutrition coaching of they are looking, when does it get easy? Right. When does it get easy? And I think, I think more so than people, most people, I don't think like are honestly looking for like the easy path, but it's really a perspective shift that needs to be made because Life is hard. I mean, everyone experiences hard, challenging things in their life. And I I often think it's a, like we look to try to escape that because we're, we're, we're tired of dealing with hard and challenging things in our life. And so, which often seem to be out of our control. And 
So when there's things that are under our control, I think many people like, why would I, why would I intentionally choose something that's going to incorporate pain and discomfort and challenge and hard, but the perspective shift that I believe we have to have that I know I've had to come to is that all of those things are a part of the process to creating the happiness that we desire. Uh, I don't even know what I was watching the other day. Oh, I, I was watching a, a volleyball coach and she was talking to her team and she said, and like makes me a little teary eyed because it just makes me think of the hard things in my life. But she was like, the hard things that we go through in life make moments like this because they had just won the tournament make moments like this, like just that much greater when they happen. Um, and I think that's the part that, you know, it's definitely hard to see when you're in a season of hard or you're within something challenging that's going on or uncomfortable. Um, but I think that's the perspective shift that more people need is understanding that hardest part of the process of life, of everything. And without it, that happiness and that greatness that many of us are on the search for doesn't happen or isn't what it could be without these things. Well, I mean, it's it's a thing of contrast, right? Because, you know, it's that whole, well, without rain, you don't appreciate the sunshine sort okay. of thing, mm -hmm. right? If your life was if you somehow found a way to live a life that was easy and carefree and happy all the time, sure, you wouldn't have any troubles, you wouldn't have any hard, but your enjoyment and the those memory moments and whatnot would be far fewer and lesser mm -hmm. because there's, there's nothing to contrast it to, right? right? Without loss, we can't celebrate life and winning like it's just you can't do it well it takes away some of the meaning of it right, right? and why things mean so much um and yeah like i again i think it's just a shift it's a shift in in looking at things and understanding that those tough moments are character development Really? I mean, if you think that, like, if you think back to, like, the some of the toughest moments of your life, like some of the toughest mile markers in your life, who you are today and your view on life and the way you conduct yourself has been crafted by right. some of those major moments in your life. Right. Um, you know, I one of the things that in this type of conversation that I usually usually use in his example is like the death of my dad. Um, and it's something that, you know, the further we step, well, one, the further we step are, the further removed we are from an event, the more perspective we can gain. Uh, also though, the more we're learning and growing about the power of perspective, you know, that also allows you closer to the moment to think this way, which is really what I'm working to shift to. But with the loss of my dad, like, you know, one would think like you, if you could undo that, wouldn't you undo that? And 
you know, first thought is, well, yeah, right? Because who who wouldn't who wouldn't right. want to have someone that they loved and was close to them like back in their life? But at the same time, I just have come to this place of understanding that it was it was part of the journey. Like it was part of the journey and the path that I've been on and the woman that I have become has like, that was a contributing factor to, and some of the character traits that I have developed as a result of going through that particular time of my life, as well as several other events, um, I I would not be the same without that. And I don't, right. and I don't believe that any sort of like happy event <laughs> or easy event would have allowed me to develop those same strengths. Right. Well, it's that perspective shift that we, we talk with people about, right? The, it happens for you. It doesn't happen to you. Yeah. Right. Because struggle and strife and hard things and sucky things and all the things that you don't want to do, they're going to happen. Like there, there's just no getting around it. And so you can either look at it and go, Oh man, this is happening to me. Or you can look at it and go, Oh, this is happening for me. And it doesn't make it suck any less in the moment. Right. But you realize that it will be to your benefit one way or the other, if you let it be right. right? Cause I can look at anything that's happening to someone else and be like, oh, that's happening for them, right? But if they don't take that mindset, like then you, it can happen to you and you get no benefit from it. But well, I think that's why, and again, everything we're talking about here, I know we're like beating a dead horse, but we're going to keep beating a dead horse because we need to be repeatedly exposed to things. Because this is um, happening for you, the listener, not to you. <laughs> right. So take benefit. But we've grown to this place, right? Like that's not how we've always approached things. Um, but that's another feather in the cap for taking initiative with your personal growth because, you know, armies perform better when they've actually been practicing ahead of time for battle, right? And so if you find yourself in a valley of life and you're in it, like right then and there, you're not going to all of a sudden pull these strategies out of your ass that you've never heard of or that you've never practiced before and be like, oh, this is a really shitty thing that's happening to me, but it's happening for me or right. this, that, or I know I can get through this, right? Like you're not going to do that in the moment if it's never right. crossed your mind before, if you've never thought about it and adopted it and applied it. Whereas now I can think about, you know, when the next valley comes, which I believe is something else for us to address. It's not if another valley comes right. in Hold our on. life. It's coming. It's just a matter of when. Winter is it, coming. <laughs> right. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> um, but it's coming. And so because I've been on this journey and we've been collecting these tools and strategies, whatever, like you said, it's not going to make the things that may come down the pipe 
any less challenging or any more comfortable. However, I will now have tools in the moment to move through it. I will now have different viewpoints that I can lean into during those hard times. You know, I, right. I, I always have talked with my clients about this very thing. And, you know, I've had, unfortunately, a few of them who have gone through the process of divorce, like you and I have. And those were things that they did not see coming, right? They did not see coming. But because they had been working on themselves, they said, I'm so thankful that I had made the decision to make some of these positive changes in my life and to grow as an individual. Because had I not, this valley that I'm going through, I'm not sure how I would have handled it. I'm not sure what the outcome would have been for me in moving through it had I not, again, learned and planned and prepared for times such as these. Right. So one of my favorite quotes, and I'm going to butcher this dude's name because he's an old Greek kind of dude, Archilochus, perhaps. I don't know. But uh, he says, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training, yeah. right? And to your point with those clients, like obviously they've not trained right. to handle a divorce. Right. Like you you do a really good job of working with your folks. Like divorce handling is not one of the modules that you go <laughs> no. through. Like it's just, it's not. Although maybe it right? should be. <laughs> but what, what they are training is self-control yeah. saying no to bad habits in light of the things that they truly want in the long term for their life right so then when you go through a divorce or something like that instead of going well you know what i am gonna hammer that bottle of whiskey mm -hmm. you say no that's that may help me feel good in this split second right now but it's contrary to what I say I want for myself in the long run. So I'm not going to do that. And I will right. figure out some other way to handle this. And not just dealing with habits, but I work a lot with women in helping them learn the power that they have and the control that they have over their thoughts. Not necessarily right. what thoughts come into our brains. Yeah, there ain't no stopping when, that. No, there's not. But when thoughts come into our brains, if they are not useful thoughts, then, or they are not truthful thoughts, then understanding that you have the power to redirect them. You have the power to choose a different way of thinking. And I think that's what we're talking about here as well is training with these tools and strategies that help us to move through almost any kind of situation. Because like you said, like we are not omnipotent beings. We, and nor do I believe that I would want to be. We don't know what is coming ahead, good or not so good. Right. But are we equipping ourselves with the tools to be able to move through those things and come out on the other side of them um, to do that intentionally? Like, of course, you know, we weren't on this personal growth journey when each of us went through our divorces or when my dad passed away or when we had, you know, the things happening with my mom. Like, we weren't on this path. So I didn't have all these tools. And it's like, oh, well, obviously you got through them. 
I did come out on the other side of them. So yes, there is that internal drive and human grit and whatever that can kick in in these moments, although it doesn't for everyone. Um, right. But yeah. But that being said, um, I also can look back and be like, man, I got through that, but I sure as hell wish I would have been this version of me when I was moving through that because I could have handled some things a whole hell of a lot differently and maybe made right. it just a little bit easier. Well, it's that whole like, you know, previously it blind luck saw us through, right? Sure. Because, you know, if you're not intentional and if you're not, um, I don't, this isn't right, but positively focused, mm -hmm. right, of of moving through these things, then, you know, like like you said, a lot of people don't make it through, or make it through as a you know shadow of their former self. Right? Well, I don't it know takes something significant away. I don't know, you know, if or you know, how much you want to say on this matter, but I know that we've talked before about when, you know, you went through, uh, you know, times of divorce and whatnot, how you handled those things then in regard, like a lot of drinking and. Oh yeah. All the things it was not beneficial to my long-term existence at all. And fortunately, you know, each time there was an awakening mm -hmm. of myself. But again, like blind luck, right? Like yeah. there, it could have easily just continued going the other direction. So well, and beyond like also just to add in like a third thing beyond this, uh, you know, learning healthier habits to be able to utilize during challenging times or, learning mental strategies of how to be able to change your thoughts, direct your thoughts and viewpoints to ones that are helpful and useful. Also learning and understanding the power and importance of who you're surrounded by during right. challenging times. Cause I know that, you know, we've had that discussion too of misery loves company. And so right. if you're surrounded by people who aren't, helping you move in a positive direction during challenging times, like versus ones that are, again, it completely changes the experience. But the point here is that we cannot outrun or eliminate the hard. No matter how much we try and, and people are, and you just can't. And so you can either keep fighting it, you can keep trying to elude it, hoping that it will never come, hoping that you can find this happy place. And again, let's bring it back maybe from the uber serious side and just in day-to-day -day life, right? When we talk about like workouts, uh, you know, that's something that people are often looking for that. This is too hard for me to do. I want the easy thing. Well, like the easy thing might be an entry point, right? But to, to look for something that's going to be super fun and legit enjoyable the entire time for the rest of your life that you ever work out, like that's not going to do anything for you. Right. 
it's just we are meant to be challenged we only grow through challenge like it'd be dope if that was not 100% fact but it is 100% fact but it is because if you ask anyone if you ask anyone like hey tell me about one of the like easiest times in your life that you're most proud of and learned the most from like if you ask me that question i i don't know that i would be i couldn't i can't right. think of anything right now but if you ask me the question right now, like, hey, tell me one of the most challenging times in your life that you feel you learned so much from and grew so much from, I could rattle off like five right now without even having to think about it. And again, like that's true for everyone, but we tend to, we tend to like, I don't know that we, we either forget those moments or push them down or whatever, and don't look at them from a, from a viewpoint of, wow, like that's necessary in my life. I don't have to like it. It can suckity suck, suck, suck. But like that was necessary. And I'm so grateful right. for it now. Well, it's, you know, like to make a real easy example, like I love soccer. I love playing soccer. Been playing it since I was five. So approximately 20 some odd years. And like, you know, I could put together a team and we could play at Dax's age level. Like we could play U12 ball and we'd have a lot of fun and we'd have a lot of success, but we'd never get better. Right. Because those kids aren't going to challenge me. Like they may challenge me physically from a conditioning and speed standpoint to start, but as I adapt and whatnot, then like that part, it'll just stop. And, and like, eventually that thing that initially was fun Right. Because it was easy is going to become not fun anymore. Right. Because I'll it's be like, easy. Oh, another game this Saturday. Whoop de doo. Right. And that's something else I I don't think many people consider is like, hey, it may be fun for a while. And again, that goes for relationships. Like, you ever been in a relationship where it was like super fun in the beginning? And you're like, yeah, this is like super fun you know, no strings. We just do all the fun stuff or whatever. And then it's like, familiar. right. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> but like, and then over time, it's like this, this is not fun anymore because again, you're not being challenged. You're right. not being challenged. I've experienced that in a relationship. It's like, all right, like what now? This is groundhog's day over and over and over again. So now what we what we are not advocating is <laughs> trying to find the most challenging, difficult relationship possible. No. Like, listen, don't no. make yourself miserable every day of the week. That's not what we're saying at all. So, you know, it's a balance, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Well, and okay, so yes. And we're not saying that in order to do this learning and growing and preparation for, you know, the unknown things of life. You have to be going and looking for crazy, complicated challenge and tough stuff all of the time. But you should intentionally seek out some challenge in your life. Right. We should be putting ourselves in situations that cause us to be a little uncomfortable, that do challenge us mentally, 
and physically, because the more you can put yourself in those situations, the more you will be prepared for the situations that you did not choose to put yourself in. Right. So we can either sit on our haunches and wait for life to be like, Hey, here's a scenario. And you're like, Holy shit. I don't know what to do. Or you can be like, Hey, let me choose this discomfort here. Let me choose to go a little bit outside of my normal boundaries or guidelines and see what happens and see what I'm actually capable of. Because also with this, we significantly underestimate what it is we're truly capable of as people. Big time. And the only way you find out, you don't find out what you're capable of when you're doing the easy things. You find out what you're capable of or what you're not yet, keyword, capable of when you are in tough, challenging moments. Well, the other thing is that when you lean into and pursue challenging moments, ironically, that reduces and eliminates some challenging moments from your future, Yeah. right? Like if you lean into and embrace the challenge of growing physically and in your health, then guess what? you may not have to face the challenge of a massive heart attack or whatever down the road. And so you've leaned into a a level 20 challenge here, we'll call it. Right. And that has helped you avoid the level 80 challenge while also preparing you for that level 30 challenge. That's around the corner that you don't know about. It's uh, so it's, I believe Jordan Syatt, um, podcaster, fitness guy. I believe he talks about this by way of the phrasing, uh, like voluntary and involuntary suffering, right? Suffering is a part of life. Like it is a part of life. You get to decide how you want to experience a large majority of that suffering. Do you want it to be voluntary or involuntary? And so in what you were speaking to there, I can voluntarily choose to start working out, even though I despise it, I hate it, it's the last thing that I want to do. Or I can involuntarily suffer from the repercussions of not taking care of my physical body. The choice is yours in the front end. But if you don't make the choice to take appropriate actions and to move through that temporary, because that's the thing too, right? So much of the discomfort, and we, we forget this, it's temporary. It's temporary pain. It's temporary discomfort. It's temporary challenge. But we often look at that as though it's going to last forever. It's not going to last forever, guys. Like, And if you're going through it right now and listening to this or watching this, I just want to tell you as someone who has been in those valleys and the beard has been in those valleys, 
it's not going to last forever unless you choose to make it last forever. Right. So it's temporary. So what are you trading? Are you willing to trade some temporary discomfort for more long-term happiness? That's the question. That's the question. Because all of it is inevitable. And right. so you have to decide which side of the hard do you want to be on? I'm not even going to make the joke that's going through my head right now on that one. Thank you. Because honestly, we actually have moved through this this podcast. This and I'm sure people will be like, whoa. I was honestly thinking. Was I adult conversation? It was. I was thinking recently as I was putting together some of the clips you know, to share with people before episodes come out. And I was thinking like, man, like people are kind of going to get the idea that all we do is like crack jokes and, you know, do humorous things on here. And we don't really well, get episode into three problem episodes. solved. <laughs> Clearly, like we are really showing our versatility, our well-roundedness. You know, I'm proud. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you. Well, thanks. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. So I didn't have to say, hey, you can say you're proud of me too. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up for today. So good yeah, chat. It seems like a really good spot. It does. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, tell us in the comments have you ever put two different shoes on unintentionally? And don't lie just to make her feel good. Okay. Oh, you Be honest. <laughs> don't. Comment, no, I, like subscribe. I want to know who the, the real things. ones are. But yeah, good. If you haven't liked, subscribed, followed on Instagram, YouTube, please do so. That's just going to help this? us reach more people. And we're not trying. This is not a popularity contest here, but we really do want to reach more people who could be served in some way. Um, positively, we hope, by our messages and the things that we talk about and share on here. So we only know so many people. So if you could do that for us and help get the word out, we'd love you for that it. That would just be dope. It would be. All right. See you next week. Bye. She did it again. Just left me hanging. Oh, well. <laughs>